welcome to In Between the Record, a podcast about two guys having fun, discussing the mysterious, obscure, and paranormal. So join us as we dive deep into the rabbit hole. You're joined today by yours truly, John Sedanio, and the highly esteemed, cultured, and insanely brilliant Mr. Hollis Parks. I wouldn't wouldn't go that far, but uh, hello guys. Uh, How you guys been doing and how you guys been? Hope everything is all well with you. Fantastic. And today's episode, and I'd really like to get more episodes out on a more frequent basis, but folks, you all have to understand that we work full-time jobs, so this is just a hobby for us. Maybe one day, with your support, we can do this full-time. Correct. Or one day when I'm not working 60 hours a week. But (laughs) go ahead. Um, So how are you doing, John? How's life on your side of the bucket, as they all say? Oh, well, better than I deserve, you know? Could be living in a third world country with no roof in a hut in Africa. Um, you know, Zimbabwe, maybe? I don't know. In, in uh, Brazil, in the, uh, in the favelas. Could be living in a favela. But no, I'm just a uh, first world uh, uncultured swine, if you will. And overwhelmed with gratitude, I guess, that you're here with me this evening and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the story of Dr. David Kelly. I I'm really fettered to think that he he killed himself. I don't know. They did release his uh, postmortem, which for a while we thought was sealed for 75 years, and we discovered in the last episode that it in fact was not. Sealed. Yeah, if you heard my surprise that oh my god, this morning was actually published, um, yeah, that, that's my lack of research. Um, gotta, gotta say that, um, but it it didn't really change my mind. Um, and if you didn't listen to the the last episode, uh, I guess I'll give you like a you know the three minute synopsis of what happened. Um, David Kelly, um, scientist, uh, completely revered. Uh, that guy in your company that is so well known and so well respected, he can say anything to the media whenever he wants, whenever he wants, whatever he wants. Um, and the management's like, yeah, you're cool. You can do whatever you want, dude. Um, he's num- He was the number one weapons inspector for England, uh, the most respected person as far as weapons inspecting basically in the world. Um, the man is just you, you can't hold a torch to to his legacy um, he was the one that was going around uh, Iraq looking for Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction pre 9-11 as well as pre second Iraq war um, he you know Saddam Hussein called him out by name saying that you know this guy needs to die uh, which we'll speak about you know later on in this episode um, but long story short of it Right before the Iraq War, a lot of people, like myself, thought the war was BS. Uh, we should not enter it. Um, I thought that you know the war in, in Afghanistan was justified. Now I'm on the fence on it. But uh, the Iraq War was not unanimous. Not everybody in the entire United States or in the world wanted it to happen. Um, David Kelly gave an interview um, right after the war started. Uh, and he basically said that the... the um, claims by the British government were quote-unquote sexed up. Um, Now, what happened was that the U.S. government asked the British government to give them the idea of what what was there, what was seen, what wasn't seen. And so then the U.S. government used the British government's report to go ahead and justify us starting the war, but we asked them to sex it up so that we can then go ahead and start the war. So we had plausible deniability. Now, yeah, Mr. Colin Powell. Yeah, and Mr. Colin Powell. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, yeah, 17 lies in however many minutes. Um, and the person who's at the center of this was the guy who's looking at it all, was David Kelly. David Kelly didn't want his findings to be besmirched. He didn't want his integrity to be uh, you know, pushed against. In fact, you know, when he met with the House of Commons on uh, July 15th, 2003, uh, they said, you're the fall guy, dude. You are the perfect fall guy. And he, he told them um, in, in, in that meeting that he'd probably wind up 
you know, dead in some in some forest. Well, lo and behold, forty-eight hours later, the man's you know the man's about pushing up daisies in in a forest. Um, surprise, surprise. Um, and so, the thought is: is did he kill himself or did he not? Nobody knows. They seal the records for seventy-five years. They open the records up in twenty ten. Um, there's a lot of famous people that are around him. Uh, the current prime minister, uh, one of his head advisors, was involved. Um, you go down the line, and it's the, the who's who in British politics had their hand in this, including um, who was you know pretty big deal at the time. Not so much anymore. He sort of fell by the wayside because remember this is 17 years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But but his his death is an enigma. His death is has huge question marks written all over it. Um, and we discussed the hows and the whys and the motive. And, and the motive is basically simply this, just to finish the synopsis. Uh, did Iraq want to kill him? You're goddamn right they did. Did the Brits want to hush him up? You're goddamn right they did. Did the Americans want him to hush up as well because he could blow the whole thing? And, you know, Tony Blair lost the election, the next election, over this. But the case can be made, but it's more than been made. Um, and then, you know, the U.S. government, you know, it's now basically known publicly, you know, around the world that we lied to get into the war. Mm-hmm. So, the government want them dead. Let's declassify. I mean, this is obvious yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah. We, like, we, we know this. Dead. This isn't conspiracy theory, folks. This is known knowledge that this happened. Okay, but it was so long ago. Who cares? I care because this this leads, in, this leads into a whole lot of stuff that that comes in today. Um, hey, hey, hey! Listen, <laughs> if if we don't heed history, if we don't listen to history and pay attention to it, we're doomed to repeat it. Exactly. Unfortunately, correct. I think uh, that was Abraham Lincoln who said that. So it, 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 well, yeah, rough rough paraphrase, but yeah, it's pretty damn <laughs> close. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's 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 scary to think what happened to this gentleman. Um, and uh, well, so let's get into we we've been through the hows and the whys and the fact that yes, in both of our opinions, as I remember, um, we both thought that it was very very possible or probable that sus, super uh, sus. Yeah, but but there's also that he he had a reason to go ahead and and, and kill himself. Uh-huh. I mean, he he had. I mean, his career, no matter what happened, uh, it was over. Um, period. Uh, that's just that's just how it is. that's just how it is. Um, and so, let's get in. Let's get into his death. Um, I mean, his death is 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 pretty interesting. Um, so <clears throat> he was found. You know. Oh, well, let's let, 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 let I'll let you talk. I I've said too much. So, no, I, I mean, you, listening to you is like listening to someone sing me a lullaby. I mean, I, I just, I would love to listen to you for hours. But the fact of his death was him being found next to a tree. Yeah. Under, under a pretext that he committed suicide. And it, 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 it's a body. This is this is from the uh, the postmortem. The body was that of a middle-aged Caucasian male, appearing the stated age. He was lying on his back with his head towards his left shoulder, his left upper arm in a line with the shoulder, with his elbow flexed, his left hand pointing down towards his feet. His right upper arm lay at his side, with the right elbow flexed and the right fist clenched over the right chest area. His legs were extended out before him with the left hip externally rotated. The right hip was slightly internally rotated. So they found him basically laid out next to a tree. And he had been dead from what we read, obviously, long enough to look at him and say, yeah, he dead. This man's dead. Which which brings up some really crazy points, but but I'm gonna back it up before when he got found. So, the morning that he got found, the people who 
the people who were in that region said that there was people who were wearing black in and around that area moving along the hill that he was at now the the hill where he's at is, is pretty big it's you know like three football fields long and two football fields wide there's semi-wooded regions of it there's heavily wooded regions of it it's not that bad it's not like a really thick forest it's not like super super dense in most areas um there's areas where you can just you can be under the under the trees and look out and you know, see for very long very long ways um now here's my thought on the people who were up on that hill that night or that that morning the people who are doing search and rescue in their summer garb in england were wearing black shoes black pants and a black shirt okay pretty much uniform right now it's england so it's fairly cold in the morning so they'll be wearing a jacket dun 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 what color is the jacket figure that one out black so so seeing people up on that hill that morning you know pre-dawn is not it's not a surprise to me now you can be on that hill and modern pictures pictures from back then show that though it is forested and wooded you can still see daylight now they took a they, they took a you know a, a plane I'm sorry. Oh, it was a helicopter, and then they ran a. Regardless, they 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 ran through the entire area with Fleur, um, looking for heat radiation. Um, guess what? They looked at that hill specifically because that's basically the only wooded region in the area. They found nothing. Mm-hmm. Not deer. Not a. Not a. Not a nothing. So he wasn't there. Oh, lot of nothing. Yeah. So he nah, was. Nah. He wasn't there. Now, if somebody was going to go ahead and drive up there, you'd have to drive up you know, that what is going to see you and hear you because you got to basically drive through their front yard. Um, they're the ones, as well as the people to the northwest, are the ones that went ahead and said, yeah, there's people on that hill. They would have heard it. Um, you know, would they have heard somebody walking by? Possibly, but not, but not probably. Now, there, there is an access um north of there on the river thames that you if you had a boat you could go ahead and, and enter from the north side and you, you wouldn't be seen at all now there was reports of people partying on the boat in the river thames by the way this is like the most remote part of the river thames in all of england but people partying on a boat um is not a surprise i mean i've lived on five mile creek i've lived on 10 mile creek i've, I've lived you know on, on on or next to rivers and lakes my entire life and it is is zero surprise um that somebody is going ahead and being on a boat during that time of year i mean that's just duh um and so so i'm I'm, as i'm going through these things i'm looking at it looking at it looking at it i'm thinking like okay that's explainable that's explainable that's explainable that's explainable that's explainable um but here's where i start to differ hardcore from oh, back this up again um so the, there was he was found in the morning right and when he was found in the morning um the people who found them then went ahead and called the police they sent one police officer that police officer was alone with him for 20 some minutes um now his head was described to either being resting against the tree or laying flat next to the tree I think that's immaterial because if you look at a large tree, which is he was found next to it, you know, pretty large tree. Um, Hold on. Go ahead. So the peace officer that arrived uh-huh. in a sleepy, affluent little town spent 27 minutes with him before they before he made any calls, before he reported what he had seen. Well, but that's not. But see, see, that's not crazy though. And, and this, this is gonna sound weird to modern day society. And you know, I re- I'm I'm old. I'm 40, 40 plus. And oh, I remember, so old. I know. And I remember, I remember not having cell phones. And I remember 2002, 2003. My hometown didn't have good cell phone coverage at all. I didn't own a cell phone until much later. Um, and you know, I still had you know one of those ring-a-ding phones hanging on my wall until 2006. Oh, true stories. Nightmare stories, but still true. Um, 
And so, so them having in a little sleepy town of Southmore Abington in the UK having a cell tower. I mean, come on, dude, not happening. Um, in fact, when I shouldn't say in fact, it's it is fact. When um, they were looking for him, they had to put up a uh, a repeater in the front lawn of his property so they could get right. cell coverage. Yeah, so, we, we so, discussed so, that last episode. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it was very sparse, absolutely sparse. So for, for him to take that much time before reporting anything, does uh, you, you, that makes sense. That and makes because sense. of that, that also makes sense that when, when people in the government called him, they got no answer. Well, duh. <laughs> if, you ha- if you have to go ahead and get a repeater up, in somebody's front lawn in order to communicate and you're the police you know do you think this guy is going to be able to go ahead and and, and take your phone you take your take your phone call and wherever he's at well the answer is maybe but that also being said his cell phone was off um and this is this is where it starts to get sideways for me big time his cell phone was off it didn't ping it there was there was no like when they found him there was power on the cell phone and the cell phone was off that's what i was about to ask did he just shut it off or did the phone die so there no. was power on the phone there was power on the phone and it was off now that's that's kooky because he was known to be the guy that would answer the phone call whenever you gave it to him if he heard it he came um, so why did he turn? What difference would it make phone? if he was if he was planning on killing himself? What difference would it make if he turned the phone off or kept it on and just let it ring through? I I agree with you. So so got to move forward beyond that. So they find this guy. The cops are alone with him for twenty freaking seven minutes. Now there's something called Project Mason. Now Project Mason was basically let's find david kelly that's the project that's 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 the whole thing and it started 30 minutes quote unquote there's only just one single page of letterhead that you know we've seen in the public it started 30 minutes before his disappearance well if you were trying to find somebody you're going to look at everything starting the 30 minutes before somebody disappeared am i right right so is that is that crazy to think that? No, like, typically you want to look at what's their routine, what what are they doing? Is this something that's out of the ordinary for them to walk out and and disappear like that? Could they have just gone on a trip? It's all con- contextual, right? So yeah. if you're dealing with somebody who is always disappearing all the time and going on gall- like uh, Joe Biden's son, I mean not to get political. <laughs> Woo. But like case? folks that just kind of disappear for a while and like, hey, I don't know, maybe he's in Thailand. Who knows? The investigation takes a What's different trajectory within that first. <laughs> so this is not a political podcast and we're going to stick to, uh, you know, David Kelly here. But I mean, come on. If it were somebody that you knew had a history of just disappearing and, you know, hiring tie hookers you would know that okay the police aren't going to investigate that much further for quite a while it it would have to be an extensive situation when you find out within the first 30 minutes that this guy takes a a walk every day essentially an hour and a half walk around his neighborhood or more and his wife is not really that alarmed because they are just safe Every day is the same thing for them. They have their, he's close to retirement, you know. It's, it's, it's a very cyclical type of lifestyle, comfortable type of lifestyle, which, you know, is very admirable. What alarms would be raised? I, I, I get that. I totally get that. So, so back to him leaving, um, leaving his wife, not that he left his wife, but you know what I mean. Um, so, so back to him like leaving um, now his wife went ahead and said that he, she didn't know whether he left the coat or not she didn't see him um, <laughs> the neighbor said that they saw him um, and he was without a coat and here's here's where the coat comes in and it comes in 
really strangely for me, but not really strangely strangely for me either. Do we know so, what the temperature was that day? Even I think we uh, mentioned it. 17, seventeen to nineteen centigrade. Celsius. Yeah. How much is that? Seventeen cent. Uh, that's like seventy something degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. Typical English weather. Um, and um, so so he left with her without a coat. Now, if he was going to go on an extended walk past dark or near to dark, you would expect him to go ahead and bring a coat. Um, now, the coat was supposedly the thing that went ahead and carried the 30 pills as well as the bottle of water, which was opened mm-hmm. and not completely drank right next to his body. Yeah. On the wrong side of his body, but potato, potato. So, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, 17 degrees Celsius is in fact 62.6 degrees Fahrenheit. So yeah, it was a little chilly. Little t- to to us though, but if you live in England, that's shorts weather, you know. <laughs> I mean, no, like, for sure. I mean, you, you, that's you get like used really to it. comfortable. Yeah, you get used to it. Um, you know, being somebody who sleeps with your window open every night, uh, regardless of the the time of year, you get used to it. You get used to the heat. You get used to the cold. Um, and you're just your body just adapts. You know, your blood gets thicker, as they say. Must be nice. Uh, yeah, I know. North Carolina is, is, <laughs> is great for weather. Sorry, you're living we... in Port Pierce near Avenue, <laughs> dig, leave your windows open at night. Yeah, <laughs> Fourth of July, it's like, are these fireworks or? Uh, yeah, no, but I know, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? So, well, it, well, good old Charlotte yeah. just got its hundredth murder yesterday. Um, we're just oh, at seven hundred and sixty houses have houses and vehicles have been. Uh, hit by bullets this year in Charlotte. Like I can't even fathom that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But back to David Kelly. Um, so so he, this is the jacket he had. He had what's called a uh, basically like a uh, a wax coat. Now people are like, what the hell is a wax coat? Um, well, backing this up to some textile history. Um, Previous to there being Gore-Tex, which is a breathable fabric that doesn't let water through, you basically had just a few ways to go ahead and keep water off of you. One is a cloak. Cloaks are made of leather. There's lanolin in it. It's like an oil that's that's emitted from the, the skin of a sheep. And that just basically grips the water off your side. I own a cloak. I go walking in the rain with said cloak in the woods the entire time. Like, all the time. Excuse me, I shouldn't say the entire time. I shouldn't say all the time. And I do that because it's a green cloak, and I hide from my dog. And it has the... It's it's soundless. You can't hear any pit, 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 pit that you can in a green jacket. Uh, and it's it's you don't get any water on your shoulders. I mean, it's you can, you can take the cloak off, and top of your shoulders are... Yeah, hey, listeners are like... Why do you hide from your dog? <laughs> there we go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I have a hunting dog, and you know, Flukatayo Fluky um, is a hunting dog. He likes to hunt, and uh, one of the things I do to train him to stay close to me is I'll just hide from him. Um, I'll get to 35, 40 feet off the trail. He's off leash, by the way, completely off leash. He's an off leash dog. Um, I'll get 35, 40 feet off the trail, hide, you know, throw some leaves over me, and then wait till he finds me. Um, and it's a great game for him. He learns how to hunt, try to track. Great game for me because you know I get to like fuck with my dog. Excuse my French. And it's just it's just fun these. Um, so the other way to do it was the the PVC, which is that thick. No, it's not the thick hard plastic, but it's like that really thick. Like I remember it being blue, but there's yellow ones too. Um, that yellow rain jacket that you had when you were a really really young kid that was thick and didn't breathe that's pvc yeah so, i mean for those who, who are interested in a jacket like this uh, you can go on uh huckberry.com and uh, for 240 dollars that you can get a flit and tenders wax trucker jacket flannel line make your own man <laughs> oh i mean I but this is beautiful dude this is like weather resistant it's it's okay. i mean it, it says Every time you hoist a beer, tie your boots, or ride your bike, your movements will lighten the color of the waxed fabric in the creases sure. and bends to create your own unique wear patterns. Yep. It's truly a thing of beauty. What yes. I'm what, what I'm having a hard time grasping is I made my own, my, 
like I, I liked the look so much that I didn't want to spend the 250 bucks. This is like 15 years ago. Um, I made my own, and it was epic, absolutely epic. I love that thing. Coming soon to our listeners is the uh, In Between the Record shop where you can go online and order <laughs> these uh, wax jackets that we will be building soon. Uh, Hollis is sending me the blueprint shortly. Uh, but what really bugs me is about how they found him with an ECG electrode pad attached to his chest. No, no, no. It wasn't attached to his chest. The the off the autopsy the postmortem said over to the they, left. It yeah, was, they they went there. they they went ahead and when the paramedics got there, they put the they put the pads on him to go ahead and, and get in the shock him. Um. Okay, oh, so this is the this is the medical examiner. Yeah, this is this is identifying what is there when he's okay. That's what I'm reading. All right, continue. Yeah, and so what the hell? You have a guy that when when he was found in the morning had, had clear signs of vomiting on himself, had blood hanging out his his left wrist that he had a 1.5 deep. 1.5 centimeter incision on the bottom side. So if you take your fist and put your knuckles, on, on yeah, put your, put your knuckles to the left or right, and then 1.5 centimeters into your wrist. Now he only weighed 130 pounds. Um, he was not a big dude. He was 59 kilos at death. Probably 62, 63. You know, with all the blood left in him. Um, but do we know how tall he was? Uh, he was five and change. He was not a tall man. Um, he's about your height, my height, five six, five ten, as I remember. Oh, yeah, that's that's um, very skinny. He's a skinny boy. Hey, well, not now murdered, like to European sentiments. He was, he not, was pretty, not he was now pretty size. Two to to American sentiments. He was. He beat it. Um, and yeah, we're all fat here. Yeah, and, make um, sure you now you're marriage. Okay, it's important. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost weight. Yeah, that's all right. We're just having fun, so, dude. We're just having fun. Yeah. So he, uh, so he was, he, he had vomited on himself, um, and he was dead. I mean, he was rigor mortis uh, pretty early on, though they didn't check his temperature until way off in the evening, like at 7 p.m., even though they found him very early in the morning. But he was dead. As a paramedic, is somebody's DRT as a dead right there? Why are you putting paddles on it, dude? You walk up to him, check pulse. Nope. You check can tell when nope. someone's dead. I hate to admit yeah. it, but I, I've, I've seen folks, and it, you know, two, three, four hours, blood begins to coagulate at the at the lower extremities, and it's highly obvious. Why would you have to put that on there? To like. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the big enigmas in this thing for me is like why are you throwing paddles on this dude he is he, he dead he's dead and i i've had people nearly bleed to death in my care um i've had people die in my care and and i'm going like what is, what were they thinking now it may have been they got the jitters because this is a very famous person. I mean, the you know the the prime minister himself, Tony Blair, is looking for this dude, um, not looking for him, but many other people look for him. So, so like like maybe they were just abundance of caution. Maybe we can bring him back from being you know, a, you know, a stick figure. Um, but <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, he, if they brought him back, he'd be a Frankenstein. He'd be like a, a veggie. If if they were, I mean, the guy was gone for hours. Yeah, he was gone for hours. I mean, he but he didn't even pick up on didn't even pick him up on floor. So, which I'm getting that to this in a second. So when he took the pills, he vomited most of them up, and they didn't find many pills in his in his stomach. Nor did they find many of the pills that he was supposed to take in his blood system. Okay, his there was a, a pretty sizable amount of coagulation of blood on the downside of his body. Okay, fine. He did have some pretty nasty heart trouble. Okay, fine. Um, the ulnar nerve, good luck trying to bleed. Like, if you're not sitting in a very hot bath, good luck trying to bleed to death from that one. Like we discussed last time, it's yeah. it's nearly, you'd have to hold it open for hours. Like, what a whore, what, who would do that? I mean, come on. Just tie a rope to the damn tree and hang yourself. Like, so, why such a dramatic 
ridiculous type of and, and that's that's what really leads me to think it was a suicide because who would go through such a length to, to make it so ridiculous you know it, it, why would they have made this whole thing up I I I I I thought that he had a heart attack I thought that for a long time and I still in the back of my mind think the dude just was so distraught he gave himself a heart attack it, it's right. happened it's happened because it's, of his heart condition it's he was in it's 100% plausible there have been like I said last time there's been police officers who were shot in their deltoid and they're like oh my god I've been shot and they just fall over dead non-lethal ain't bleeding to death blood's gonna stop in just a few seconds or just a few minutes at most and they just fall over dead um so it happens but here's here is is where I'm starting to differ from are there things that people can go ahead and do to you that would not leave a sign of death or traceable sign of death? Uh, yeah. So, so if I would, if I went down to Florida, right, and this back in 2007, I took a wilderness edibles class down in East Florida, and there was 18 of us. Let me just stop you real quick. For the listeners, it, this is legit. I, I've, I've gone hiking with Hollis and his wife, and I've, I've spent a lot of time camping with this man. And by golly, he could point out a plant and say, oh, that right there? Yeah, just pull that and just pull the inside out. And yeah, that you could sustain yourself. For, and some of the plants in South Florida, you, you don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. But sure enough, he found like some... Uh, what what are those called? The weeping willow. What the hell are those straw? Uh, <clears throat> it's like a it's like a blade of grass, but it's not grass. And you just pop them off, and you pop off the little pieces. This so little, it, yeah, yeah, smile. I think you're talking about smilax, maybe, which is uh, basically cat briar, uh, which is what is known as what they're known in Florida. Um, basically, it's like a it's a piney, not a piney. It's a it's a it's a plant that has alternating sort of like leaf stems. Um, right. so you have okay. Yeah. Coming off left, leaf coming off right, and then off of each leaf, you have two little tendrils which will grab onto something. And then, I mean, you'd only know this if you were like a Florida master naturalist or something. Which is, uh, which I am. And, and so, anyways, so we took a class, or I took a class, um, and they said go out and and it was in a state park, and they're like, don't worry about the laws, go ahead and pick whatever you want. But if you're gonna pick something, don't kill the plant. <laughs> Just pick something that signifies what the plant is. And so all but one of us went out and we picked the same bloody thing because we thought it would be edible. And we all picked um, hemlock, water hemlock. And water hemlock will kill you dead or a hammer. Um, you're dead. Two or three centimeters of water hemlock, done. You ain't coming back. But it's such a rare toxin because nobody eats it that, or nobody dies from it that you no, nobody looks for it. And so, are there ways that a government or a group can go ahead and kill you, um, and them not test for it? Of course, um, you know the whole umbrella, the umbrella, you know, stabs that you had in the 1960s and 70s by Mossad and, and the CIA, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, if some, if an entity or a group wanted David Kelly dead, untraceable, is it plausible or probable or plausible that? They could have done it unequivocally yes um and, and that's 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 period could yeah i mean they they, they have cyanide pens at, you know you, well, cyanide you literally you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna see some cyanide because you're frothing at the mouth and stuff but yeah like you you, you there are, there are things that you you could kill somebody and they just follow her no sign no nothing Poison oh yeah he had a heart attack blow dart you know, or or just be one of those housewives that want to get their husband's life insurance and <coughs> excuse me, slowly put uh, antifreeze in their peanut butter sandwiches. I mean, there's so many different ways to do it without just a person just you know to set it up like this. 
So, so he 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 could he could be killed pretty easily. Yeah, he could be killed pretty easily. Um, and so here's here is my my postulation of what happened. And this is outside of him committing suicide, which I think is plausible. However, not at all probable. Um, he goes for a walk. Um, wait, back this up. So. So when they go ahead and they find his body, or when they, before, where they're excuse me, when they're still looking for his body, um, or him, they're looking for him on his body. They made his wife twice leave the house for extended periods of time while they went through the house. Um, is it possible that they had already knew known where his body was and they were looking for items that would make it look like a suicide because if he had just been out in a t-shirt and a pair of pants and a pair of shoes and a pair of socks and his dirty ass undies um not saying he had dirty undies when he left the house but they're obviously dirty <laughs> they found him um right you know what how is he gonna off himself well you need you need a knife okay so you pick up a knife well he had a, a 50 60 year old gardening knife that was dull which also didn't have fingerprints on it that's strange but did, did he always keep that with him does no. anyone in his family know if he kept that with him okay no, so it, was a guard, it was a gardening knife now he has a, his house is one of the biggest in the entire it, well, his house was one of the biggest in the entire town and he had a beautiful he has a beautiful garden or had a beautiful garden um mm. his wife attended all the time helped with her arthritis um but but this knife is, is dull so the pills that he was supposedly take, no, no fingerprints on those. And well, that's one thing that he, they knew that he had inside the house. And then the water bottle, no fingerprints on the water bottle either. But that's also something that he had now. So I postulate this. They knew he was dead. They knew he was dead for a long time. Um, they went ahead and went inside his house and got some of the things that would make it look like a suicide. They went up the hill and made it look like a suicide. And that is that. Now, why would they want to do that? If it was a botched kill job, then it would have been obvious that it was a botched kill job. As in, not botched as dude, he's dead, but botched as right, right. quality. But they botched it up, right. Yeah, and so if that was the case, then, if that was the case, then the UK government would not want to say, hey, you know, some Iraqi or some Renner came into the England, violated our sovereignty, murked one of our weapons, you know, weapons testers, murked one of our people that looks for weapons, and then got away scot-free. How much egg is on Tony Blair's face? I mean, tons. Um, or if they did it, if the Brits did it to their own man and they killed him because he was, you know, this and everything, wouldn't they also want to say that, oh, it was a suicide, quote unquote? But wouldn't they also want to go ahead and show people who are in the know that, no, it wasn't a suicide, we killed him, and if you say anything, that'll happen to you next? Wow. Wow, like you know, that theory would make anyone's mind blow up, you know, because they're doing a suicide with in between the lines type of messages that they're sending off. Like this is a suicide, but you guys know, you you, you guys know that if you mess with 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 our agenda and what we're trying to achieve, that I'm going to make your suicide look so awkward and so mishandled and still get away with it that you better have something to watch out for. <laughs> Is yeah, that what you're it, saying? Well, think of it, think of it like, think of it like in modern day, you know, you have the DC madam and you know, the DC madam, she's like, I, there's no way in hell I'm going to kill myself. I will not kill myself. And then four days later, she's found hung. Um, you go down the line and there's all these people had dirt on people. You're talking about Deborah Jean Palfrey? Excuse me for burping. Um, yes, I believe that was her name. You know, we're, this isn't like, we're, we're not 
like the BBC broadcasting. This is just you and me having a good time, talking about things. In fact, that was weak. <clears throat> anyway, you were saying. <laughs> so so so, <laughs> we don't need to be getting into murder. But this is just episode two, okay? So guys, just you know, I could tell Hollis, you you, you try, you want it to be good. I want it to be good, but we have to realize that we, we can't make this is it. We just have to have fun and relax and <laughs> just were, be ourselves. You were so you were so. <clears throat> but you but I mean like you you got her who offed herself and you got a little bunch of people who offed themselves. You have Epstein who. <clears throat> Off himself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And and um, yeah. God, I, I just I can't believe. The, 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 the list yeah. of cases like this that people it's just like uh, happen to you know to kill themselves with two bullets in the back of their head goes on and ad infinitum. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on and on. Or they're, or they're doing but, bench press. They're doing bench press and they choke themselves on a weight that was way too much for them. It, 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 the freaking bell falls on their throat. And, Oops. Oh, boy. No. You know, it, it, it's it's <laughs> well known that there are so many ridiculous types of suicides that we all know, or, or at least, you know, have to speculate towards that it wasn't a suicide i mean the most obvious ones are you know they're, they're, needless to say to me it's way too messy for it well, to be a hit job i think the guy killed himself after reading the postmortem and, and that's okay really you know? what this is what this show is all about yeah did we did we did i mean, I mean i'm asking you to be like and honestly do you really think he killed himself after the postmortem I think he had a heart attack while he was trying to fumble around trying to kill himself. I think he took the pills and then vomited them up and then and stabbed his 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 wrist and dug into it and then sat there and bled and bled and bled. And because of what the postmortem shows, what, actually what the first responders show as far as the minuscule amount of blood is he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack right, right when he first started, and that's he just he died. He, he you and you and I, but one eight. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I came in. I came into this when we decided to talk about this. I came into this be like, no man, he killed himself. Like, there's no way, there's no way. And now I'm one. Well, you even read a book. You read a I, full book on. I read a. The, I read a book. I watched the. I watched the, the tapes of him going ahead and, and speaking from the House of Commons. And yes, he was very quiet. Um, and I, I've done. I've done hours and hours of research into him. And the more I got into it, the more I'm like, nah, they killed his ass. They killed him. 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 And and I started off being like, no, he killed himself. And and, and we flip. Wow. I mean, it wow. just doesn't seem it, it seems too messy it seems too messy well well i'm gonna try to change your mind and and i've known you for a while and i got decades and I, I i sincerely believe that you think you think what you actually think you're saying is correct but i'm gonna change your mind on this one if and before we do that i think it's about time for an interstitial Well, I was, I was, what I, first time we do an interstitial, you know, I thought we'd taken like a, yeah, what do they call it? Theaters in, 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 when, when you're like watching a play, intermission, if you will, and that'll give us time to, excuse me, advertise and, you know, take a break. So, as you were saying, as I was saying, I hope everything came out okay. 
<laughs> I was like, why Why is he calling it interstitial? This is like, huh? Like, we don't have much longer to go. And then you, you like, off for it. It's like, hey, I'll be back. I was like, got it, bro. This is gonna, this is gonna go on. This is gonna be a full episode. Yeah. Um, and so, that, and that's, that's what I thought. So here's, here's, here's my, you, and, and we spoke very briefly before you went to, went to the, the lavatory. Um, the leave. The leave. Um, and I was like, really? Like, you honestly believe that he killed himself? And like, no, yeah, actually, I, yeah, I do. And I was like, okay. And we, we, we spoke about it. And, and I told you, I'm going to try to change your mind. And here's, because my, my mind was changed by learning about everything. And your mind got changed by learning about everything. Uh, and so, so here's the kicker on this one. Okay. If he killed himself, cool. If he didn't kill himself, somebody killed him. Not cool. By Not the way, for all any of you who think oh. suicide is cool, please call the suicide hotline. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please call the suicide hotline wherever you find it in your local community. I it is it is not cool to commit suicide. I apologize for saying that. That is terrible. Terrible. No, that's that cool, bro. I mean, hey, it's all good. All right, what so, I meant, what that I meant, would be like... a much more comforting. What I meant was not cool, as in, if he killed himself or if he didn't kill himself. The the it doesn't it it doesn't matter because of the way the government handled it, and they handled it through the Hutton report, which we spoke about in depth in the first one. And the Hutton report basically was seven hundred pages. By the way, it's not three hundred; it's seven hundred pages and thirteen chapters. And and it is a it is a complete and total whitewash of this whole episode. Um, it doesn't look into what you think you would have it look into. Witnesses said, "I have nothing more to add to the official record," and then they go ahead and give closed testimony, written testimony that no one ever gets to look at, except for the people who wrote up the Hutton report. I mean, you go up one side and down the other, it was a whitewash. Very much like, I don't know, maybe the 9-11 report, very much like, you know, the the report on on um, the death of John F. Kennedy, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, the, that was yeah. a warrant. The NIST report was the 9-11. The Warren report was uh, the JFK assassination. It and they're all very similar. They're it, it, both of them, with, in those with some justice, and then much of other reports with some justice can be basically called whitewashes. Um, and so I think it, it, it doesn't matter whether he committed suicide or whether he was killed. It, the cover-up and the the murk the muddying and the mercury murkying of the waters by the British government post post death of David Kelly is what really matters and they did it. Well, I they, think it begs for a narrative. They it they, begs they, for a narrative. they increased the turbidity of those waters to the point where you couldn't see the bottom. And and that is what happened. And so my honest opinion so I knew when I started this was he killed himself like 95% I didn't uh. even think of the other side after doing the research which is basically the same amount of research that you did though we, 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 we chose different sections to this, this, this was I wouldn't awesome. say no you're, you're a hyper researchist I, I'm a moderate researchist so but, but, you and I, but you and I chose different vectors like I, I read I read books you, you chose to go ahead and, and read portions of the Hutton report you chose to do this that and the other and I, I did that as well but but we, we chose different vectors to look at this thing um I thought 95% chance he killed himself at the beginning. Honest opinion. Here's my vote. 85% chance he was off either very sloppily, intentionally, by the British government or the US government, or more likely he was off by the Iraqis. Um, and I don't, I, I, it's very close. It's like 55 45 on, on who offed him. Um, and about 15% chance out of the 85% chance that. He was killed. Uh, that he killed himself. Um, I find it. I find it plausible that he committed suicide. I find it probable that he was. He was murdered. Um, and you know, you have the. So Quibono, Quibono is is on the side of the governments to kill him. 
the qui bono is on the side for him to end his own life because his sure. career is over and cared so much about then that's that's my view um sure and don't if, be if, I, if, if so if i were the federal government i would i would take him aside and say your contract is no longer um available for negotiation uh, we need you to um resign and we will give you a full pension where you can retire safely because i, I your service with us sir is done it that's what i would say in, in this situation now it, it, what i dove into more specifically is the psychology behind people grasping for an answer and in all conspiracy theories that i've seen and all even conspiratorial notions that it could be they they always like with Lee Harvey Oswald and John F Kennedy you know it's too it, it's too shocking to just grasp this notion that this lone gunman went to the sixth story of the Texas Book Depository that you know there there's a whole thing about Lee Harvey Oswald and he pulled off three shots from that sixth floor with i mean pinpoint accuracy to take out the governor of Texas and then to to shoot JFK twice in the head so even after the war report said unequivocally it was a lone gunman there has been you know the zapruder film for example and i digress i'm I, what i'm trying to get across is is that we when when something so atrocious atrociously tragic occurs we we want to go to something that's far more complex than the reality in which it was right and 9/11 is not one of those examples because 9/11 is the Hegelian dialectic. It was it, everybody knows about 9/11. But but for conspiracies like like JFK, it's like okay, what if it was just Lee Harvey Oswald who sh- shot the president in the head? I I I yes. And then and, and here's my view quick synopsis I, I, I had a we had a, a bullet in one of the parks that i worked at go through a sign go through a trail sign like the plexiglass in the front the you know quarter quarter inch plywood as well as the metal backing then go into a pine tree i recovered that bullet and that bullet was perfect perfect nine mil the bullet was almost zero zero deformed and it went through a metal sign a second metal sign plexiglass quarter inch of plywood and then buried Never itself in how a bullet's trajectory will result in uh, i've seen videos of guys making pvc pipe like roller coasters and tying it all together and then shooting a 45 acp through one end of the of the pvc pipe and going through loop de loops and coming out and hitting a uh uh truly a bottle yeah it, it, it you can never predict that with david kelly it just really seems like they they the conspiracy is making for a heroes and villains type of narrative and we all know that the iraqi war was an unnecessary disaster and i think for the british people and i can't i mean I, i i'm not speaking for the british people i live in the united states but i think tony blair really was the villain in that situation because of what he was trying to do to pass along this this idea that there were weapons of mass destruction and as the investigation on kelly's death proceeded on it just continued to unravel and unravel exposing all of these different nefarious characters of government the dossier everything that we discussed it, it, it just 
you know, the, the guy had smallpox when he was a, a child. His mom killed herself. So that sort of lends to an idea that it runs in the family. And we, we all know that genetics play a role in, 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 in something <clears throat> like that. And depression, yep, and schizophrenia, and 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 and. I think I think his downfall was his leap into government intelligence. He he would have been better off working for maybe a nuclear power plant or something, that was, you know, not so heavily involved because he he didn't want to be involved in that, and it was it was obvious. Guy was a nerd. He was just a nerd, happily married, with with kids in college. Just like a good man, kind of like a nerd, from what I've uncovered. Yep, uh, I hundred percent, I hundred percent agree. You know, I'm a man of I, I love secrets, and it seems like he's a guy that loves secrets as well. And he kept, obviously kept all the secrets, having his his uh, clearance, you know, his uh, car blanche to say whatever he wanted. And we talked about the, that in the last episode, where uh, yeah, you could speak to whoever you want as long as you don't divulge your secrets. When you, whoever you want, whenever you want. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's then that that's the fifty percent that I Hell, have. I, in, in and then you have head. Operation Dark par- Parcels. My plan is to every episode blow you away with like this crazy thing that you weren't expecting. And so... <laughs> I, I, reason- I have no idea what Operation Dark Parcels is. And, and I don't want the clickety-clickety to be heard over the screen uh, on my computer. But yeah, I'm thinking like, what is Operation Dark Parcels? It had to do with the apartheid. The apartheid? Yep, and uh, South Africa's biological weapons program, you know, because Kelly was involved in that. Interesting, interesting, interesting fun fact. My father um, was offered a job uh, by South Africa to go ahead and work on their nuclear program. And I'm not talking power. Um, And uh, he passed that up. Eh, interesting enough. That was in the early 80s when my mom was divorcing my father. <sighs> little known. Little known, mom. You didn't hear that. Um, well, guess yeah. what? His, his, two, his two boys grew up with him. Now, didn't they? Yeah, true story. True story. Yes, we did. Yes, we all. I, I did mostly. Ed, Ed was under you know, uh, custody of my mother, but after sixth grade, I was under custody of my father. Thank God. Um, yeah. but anyhow. I love that house, too. So we digress. Um... How's your dad doing, by the way? Is he still uh, playing that that 2003 war game? Uh, yes, yes, it's 2002. <laughs> it uh, it's Battleground Battleground Europe, Wooper Two Online. Uh, My yeah, God, he's, he's still playing it. The graphics still look the same, and his guys uh, are still there. I mean, I, yeah. I know that one of them yeah. passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, Severiter, oh. Icefox, a uh, bunch of them are still there. They still play together. Empathy Forty Two, they still play. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's still he's still playing the game. He's taking care of my nieces three days a week. He's uh, working at a, he's working back at the park now that COVID's dying down um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's good. Um, he took a job. Broke the curse, the Hollis curse. Yeah, and he's uh, he's doing well. Um, there's more to it than that. Of course, there's always more to it than, you know, meets the eye. And more than 75, you, you know, once you're 76. Six. Oh. Uh, but yeah, he's doing quite but, 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 but back to this. Um, yeah, I, I think, I, I yeah, that's the 15% that I think is, is pulling me back from saying 100% that he was, was killed by somebody else. Um, and I, 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 that's just, that's just my thoughts. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, his his death was untimely and a tragedy, and and there's a huge question mark on it. And I don't think that question mark will ever turn to a period or expl or explanation mark. I don't. Um, it's part of the reason why we're talking about it. And you know, I thank you for opening my eyes to this because I had no idea. 
what this was about. Um, I knew who he was and I knew of his death, but I was just like, oh, he just killed himself, though. Well, that makes sense. Um, once I researched it, oh, yeah, that makes sense. He didn't do it. Um, and that's basically what I have to say on the subject. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a little weirded out by, by it's just by that one brick that was insane. And now I look back and go, oh, if I had known that, I would have been vehement against the Iraqi war, um, etc. So. <clears throat> but then there was a lot of stuff that he did uh, right before his death that was, you know, like the September dossier. Um, and him trying to shush journalists and him going to journalists that go to other countries and trying to explain to them what is going on. Um, he was prevented from going into Kuwait. He was, he, it was deported. He was unable to, you know, and we talked about that last time. Uh, he started all of a sudden having some kind of really intense vigor, some really intense energy, just leading right up to what happened. You know, he had no opposition to Desert Fox in 98, uh, Desert Storm, nothing whatsoever. And, I, you know, obviously the government was suspecting it all along. They, they you know, he, he was starting to give unauthorized video uh, interviews. Well, he didn't need authorization, but yes, but yes, he was starting. He was starting to go sideways. In my opinion, anyway. So yeah, folks, what do you think? Did he kill himself, or did he actually get deleted by the powers that be? You know. This is what we want to talk about. These are the things that we dive deep into just for shits and giggles. And I think tonight was a, a success because I think he killed himself. And Parks believes that he was killed by the UK government. We Boy. have an email in between the record at gmail.com. Send us your replies. Tell us what you think. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I'm excited about our next episode. I really am. And I'm hoping that uh, Parks has done some research into the next episode. Um, I have. I have. And uh, before you brought up the subject to me, um, I was like, really? That's a thing? And then I started researching it, and I, and I and I took a few side tangents since then, which I'll be more than happy to talk about when we have that conversation. But um, I, we got I, we got the after episode conversation. Yeah, I I, I looked at it and I'm going like, what is, uh, is this really? Is this really the truth? And then I didn't it. I'm like, oh my god, it is the truth. Like no, no way. And then I, I keep looking at, it, looking, at it, looking at it, and I, it's it, it's like this. It's like this this story. I, you know, this is again something that I had zero knowledge of, really, uh, before he mentioned it to me. And I'm looking at it, and going like, "His dad did what? Her dad did what? His, you know, he's connected to what? What? What?" And oh. uh, wow, wow, that's all I have. You guys to have no idea what this is all about. But if you'd like, you can look up the specific spot of the secret government production company. In Laurel Canyon. And Laurel Canyon is where I suppose <clears throat> the hippie movement was manufactured. I guess. It, so let's yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about it next time, man, because I'm <laughs> I, I had no idea and then I started looking at it and I'm going, wow. Uh, and and I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about that sometime in the future. Love you, Sidonio. And uh, you know, I guess what I have to say to you know, the people out there in this world, uh, you know, as we as we like to say here in, in Huntersville, have a good. And as I like to say to my friends and coworkers, uh, good luck, have fun, and don't die. See you next time. Well, thank you for listening to In Between the Record podcast. This podcast is brought to you by. 
folks like you listening uh after listening to in between the records with your host john sedanio and your co-host mr Hollis Fox. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. I think we're on Spotify now. And um, you've reached the end of another episode of In Between the Record. Hopefully someday you can help us solve this mystery and get us to agree to disagree. We'll see. I love you. Keep listening. God bless. Bye now. Bye now.